Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. So guys, we're back again. We're Callie back. has moved into her new house. I mostly and moved she in. survived <laughs> it. It was a little touch and go. Oh man, was it ever touch and go? I was like talking <laughs> her off ledges. There were so many ledges. There were so there were a lot of ledges. <laughs> and I offered for her to move to where I live, but she doesn't. Want you to know, do that, so. if, if it wasn't going to be a terrible commute for my husband, I would have taken. You're totally taking him on it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So. We're talking about how much we hate Barry Allen today. <laughs> Listen, it's a popular topic in fandom all times, but I feel like lately it's even more because they're filming the crossover now. Mm-hmm. And it's just this constant steady reminder to fandom that this is all basically Barry's He's fault. the worst. <laughs> He's the absolute worst. And I think he bothers me so much. There's a couple reasons he really bugs me. Number one, (laughs) there's always crap he's doing on Flash that messes up Arrow. Yes! I don't know any other show in the Arrowverse universe that impacts... Like, does it mess up Supergirl at all? Nope. Doesn't mess up Legends. It's always Arrow. And we have to deal with the consequences (gasps) from a TV show that most of us... Don't watch. <laughs> Listen, for that reason alone, I'm super glad we hijacked their wedding. Yeah, really. That's like the it's, least listen, they could have done. It's for about us. damn time. Crap on Arrow starts impacting the Flash. Because let me tell you, it never happens. So that was no. a sweet, sweet victory. So that that's, that's like number one. And I would say, like one of my. That's one of my frustrations because I would very much like to be, be say, I don't care about the Flash, whatever, and Barry's off my radar because I stopped watching it. But Barry can't be off my radar because his actions on his own TV show continually impact the, the lead on the TV show that I love. Right. So it's like I have to stay – like. Otherwise, I'd be perfectly happy not to care about him at all. Right. I wouldn't pay any attention. (laughs) I would totally, like, I have to kind of stay in, like, I have shows where, okay, I'm totally done and I'm not watching and I don't care. And then I have shows where I'm kind of like. You check in. Yeah. Like, I'm not watching it, but I keep up with what's happening and I would say the flash is one of those shows so it's very much internet twitter what's happening on twitter what are people saying about it and if something sparks my interest or I'm like oh what's that about sounds like it's gonna (laughs) affect arrow sounds like like that's gonna be a shit show (laughs) right so that's my number one frustration is that I would very much like to cut off the Flash and not give a crap about Barry Allen, but the but, Flash writers keep making me care about Barry oh, Allen I know. because Maybe, I care about Oliver. It's a we direct. Can't, we can't get away from it. No, it's like I just want to be done with this asshole, and they won't let me be done. It's you'll so be done in January. Weird. I know it's so it's not soon enough. So 
That's that's number one. <laughs> number two, my next biggest reason is why I hate him. It's because his hero's arc is complete crap. It's oh, it, it's such probably crap. the worst here. And I use quotations around hero's arc because it's <laughs> not a hero's arc. He's a selfish asshole who does whatever the hell he wants, whatever the hell he wants, and he never has any consequences to anything for more than a freaking episode. I heard. I heard. Now I know. Like you know more about the, what's going on in the Flash I do. than I do. But I saw somebody on our timeline who was, you know, complaining about Barry and, and Flash and West Allen fans, like, getting on Cisco's case because apparently Cisco dared to question something Barry did or said or whatever yeah. in the, in the like premiere. It's like a cult over there. And they're, it's like... We're in the Not cult only do of the writers, Allen. the writers don't hold him accountable. The fans don't hold him accountable. Barry can do no wrong. He's Saint Barry. And that for me is like, that's the number one reason I can't stand him. Maybe we're just contrary. And the minute someone says a television character, you have to love flaw, him. Like, we're just oh, like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hate him then. I don't a know. Flaws. A lot of it for me was I was very – I loved Barry when he came on Arrow in season yeah. two. Yeah. Great. Great that foil great. for Oliver. Fun love interest for Felicity. I thought well, he because was – because he, he knew his place. Though. Right. He was like a cute little puppy dog. <laughs> Completely asexual. Like, I got no – it was like this weird – like, okay, I guess Felicity is attracted to him. But, like, even with Felicity, where I would say he had the most chemistry, I was like – it's – it was it was thing. It was puppy. It was very puppy. I, I, when I look at Barry Allen, I want to ask him, has he done his homework? And I want to bake him cookies. That's like I like can't view. Well, him. nowadays I want to kick. Now I want to like, like shove the cookies down his, his throat <laughs> and put his head in an oven. But you know, I'm just like, would it? Well, so I can't. I never thing. could view him as a sexual being. I started out watching The Flash, and Same. I was like, I knew that. Barry and Iris were going to be a thing that happened more so than Oliver and Laurel. Now everybody, all the Laurel fans love to try to compare the two and Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not even close. Iris and Barry are much bigger deal comic wise than Oliver and Laurel ever, 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 ever. For sure. We'll um, get into that too, but. But it was one of those things at least like they might not have explosive chemistry like Oliver and Felicity, but they've got reasonable amounts of like normal TV couple chemistry. I agree. So that you can be like, okay, yeah, I you see can buy better. West Allen. Yeah, yes. I can yeah, buy it. it's not like, and it's not, it's not like I'm repelled watching these two together. Right. No, it's it's more like, okay, they're cute, but that's all they are. It's cute. not smolder. No, and well, it's no heat. Thing. <laughs> they kind of lost me. Is that Barry? didn't have to really work very oh. hard to get Iris. Now, well, all the West Elm fans would be like, oh, but she was with Eddie, and oh, that was so hard for Barry. Uh, and then he was dating Patty, and oh, that was so hard for Iris. And I'm like, that was two fucking seasons. Okay? They had... Well, they didn't here's, have here's to my work deal. for it. Here's my deal. They I was reviewing The Flash. The Flash had me season one. I was like, you know, I'm down oh, with this. No. I was reviewing the show. It was great show. until he time traveled in the back half of season one. Then I was Right. Like, mm, I was with I him. I was, you know, I was very, I think I watched it up until season three. 
Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that sounds like something That sounds I did. like you. Um, <laughs> and I remember being, I was a West Allen shipper. I really wanted them together. I know people have issues with the whole, um, you know, basically their stepbrother and stepsister. I mean, it's kind of one of those things that you just like, you roll your eyes at, but it's the CW and who cares, you know? It's right. Like, and that never really was a hindrance <laughs> to me because Barry, to me, was in love with Iris before he ever moved in with them. I would agree. I would agree. So it's kind of like, I never really I gave mean, was, that that much attention. I see still, what people are saying about yeah, it. <laughs> it's still it's still a little it's like, icky, but still then again, a little icky. I agree. It's I've, like, I've read fix where they're, you know, Oliver and Felicity are, are step siblings and I still ship it. So it's like, right. I can't, I can't be that hypocrite. You right. Know? <laughs> like what I have preferred that they did live together and were raised as siblings for X number of years. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they, they were raised through their teens as siblings. Yeah. Makes but it a Barry has like, made it clear that he was in love with Iris before yeah. his parents died. So I was like, yeah, but okay. But when Iris pulls out the, oh, I loved you, Jess. Like, oh, oh, don't even. Oh. No, didn't. <laughs> so Lies. I was very excited. Like, I really was like, okay, Iris and Eddie. Very, it was very much a Tommy Merlin situation with Eddie. That's my other peppy with the Flash. They're constantly stealing storylines from Arrow, oh, and they constantly say that Arrow steals from us. Oh, I know. Look at the pattern. Arrow does the storyline first, and then the Flash does it. I have like 15 examples. I'm not going to get on all of them. So, what I was interested, I mean, Iris very clearly said to Barry, No, I don't want to date you. I'm in love with Eddie in season one. She shot him down like, Three or four times that season. It was like, yeah. it's never she happening. Did. And definitively. Like, yeah. In, in the, I'm and it sorry, wasn't Barry, like, I don't see you that way. Right. Not even it wasn't like, like a, a wistful. No, right. no, oh, no. Maybe yeah. that would be no. happening yeah. for me too on my end, if not for Eddie. But she was just like, it ain't happening, son. Let it go. And Which made it sound like it was going to take years. Right. I was like, okay, so then we're <sighs> going to be in this till like season eight. And Iris figures out she's in love with the Flash. Cool. Right, right. So then what they started doing was once they opened up all of these other Earths, you know, they start. So then Eddie dies. I, I would say they gave Iris. I would say that they gave her enough time in my view, time wise. Because yeah. um, I think she took all of season all two. All of season two. Okay. Yeah. Where she was like, no. So when season three starts, I was like, okay, I think I'm kind of, I think that was an appropriate amount of time to mourn Eddie. We weren't jumping in, you know, full, um, full forward here with uh, Barry. And I was really, really excited to see Iris fall in love with Barry because I firmly believe she was not in love with him the first two Mm -hmm. seasons Mm -hmm. of The Flash. I was like, this is going to be fun to see how her mind starts changing and what that's going to be like. And that's kind of an interesting, you know, this will be interesting for Candace Patton. (laughs) That's the other, don't even get started. The lack of storyline that they give that wonderful actress is a sin. Um, And what it turned into was, you know, Iris finds out that in all these other Earths that Barry and Iris are together. And so she's just kind of like, oh, okay, I guess we're supposed to be together. That is literally the arc. Yeah. Oh, we're supposed to be together. I'm supposed to be in love with you. So I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. And I was like, wait, wait, what? What? 
And this is coming from a West Allen uh, shipper. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I have a really big, like, it's important to me. I love organic story growth. Right. I'm not, yeah. like, just going to buy the love story just because you say, well, they're going to supposed to be together. That's the stuff they did with Laurel Which, and Oliver. Yeah, exactly. And then they gave you horrible foundation in the story. And you're like, what? Well, I don't care what you're telling me. What you're giving me is complete crap. So it's, it's crap. it was not as bad as Laurel and Oliver. But it wasn't much better. Well, and because I was, they had it, they actually had some chemistry. They did have some chemistry, and it like it wasn't like Barry was. Um, but yet, it's another example of Barry not having to work for anything. Right, he it didn't have to work like, to be a hero and get his powers. Right, all he had to do was stand there and get struck by lightning. Ooh. <laughs> and then the next thing that they did after Iris and Barry yeah. get together, we're gonna get back to Barry in a minute because I have a point. I have a singular point with him when I was, when I'm done, <laughs> I was done with him. Um, but first we'll talk about, we're going to keep talking about West Allen. So after they get together, it's like Eddie who it's like right. Eddie never existed. Iris says she's been in love with Barry from the moment she first saw him. It's always been Barry. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I Did don't they even... hijack an iris from another earth and replace I her with the I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what? It was like such a complete illogical yeah. nonsense jump. I was like, I, I, I don't even understand. Like, here's my thing. I don't even understand why it's necessary for her, for that to be a piece of their love story. Why does she have to be in love with him from the beginning? What's wrong with falling in love with him later as they're older? It doesn't make them less because she wasn't in love with Barry for X number of years and then fell in love with him. That happens all the time. People are friends and it takes them a while to realize that they have feelings for each other. You know what a great example of that is? Uh, um, it's uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, crap. Simmons and oh, Fitz, Fitz. Simmons, yeah. Fitz and Simmons. Like that's never a watched great the show, but I know all. About I the only Simmons. know about Fitz and Simmons. <laughs> it's like literally the only thing I care about. And I'll watch YouTube clips of them. Like that's a show that I stay abreast on, but I won't watch it. Um, so, but it's like, yeah, they were friends, and they even acknowledged it at some point. They, he's, they're like, you know, we had all these years where we could have been together, and it never occurred to us. And then the minute we decided we want to be together, it's like the universe wants to keep us apart. But it doesn't make them any, doesn't, it's not like they're walking around, at least I don't think, I haven't seen a clip where they're like, well, we were in love with each other from the moment we saw each other. It's like, like, I don't, I don't understand why the Flash writers feel like it's necessary that Barry and Iris's romance is only, um, it only has the depth and, and, and epicness if they loved each other from at first sight. Yeah, it's, it's like there is insecure as the West Allen fans. They're like, oh, we have to be even better than Elicity because now that they've loved each other all their lives, whereas Elicity only have known each other X It does years. feel competitive. Like, they, call them, they call themselves the gold standard. I right. mean, there's like, um, like and I gotta on. say, <laughs> it's so pathetic. The Arrow writers don't give a fuck about the, what, what's going on in the Flash. Oh, no, I, it not, doesn't. Not and then the when slightest. Flash characters come over, they're very polite and they're very nice. But the Flash writers love to be competitive with uh, elicity fandom cuz mm -hmm. here's my fundamental belief because we're more popular yeah <laughs> i don't think west allen is as popular as elicity it certainly doesn't get the promotion it certainly doesn't get the the buzz that elicity does via right. entertainment and online and i think there was this kind of 
natural conclusion that West Allen will be king and queen of the Arrowverse because the Flash is a much bigger comic book hero than mm-hmm. the Green Arrow. And it didn't happen. And it you didn't know what happen. I've seen? I've seen, like, particularly as we're ticking down to the new season here, I've seen the West Allen fans, they expected now that Felicity was gone that they were now going to be the royalty. And we're not relinquishing the There's title. There's no crown relinquishing. <laughs> and they're, they're getting pissy at us. Oh, well, she's not even going to be back. Blah, blah, Don't matter. And it's like, why aren't you just paying attention to your own goddamn show? Right. You know? It's like, whatever. So, okay. So that was the, my beef with the West Allen. And as a West Allen shipper, I was quite disappointed because I was really looking forward to this organic uh Iris falling in love, and it was literally like two or three episodes. Here's the thing. I so like, like Iris. Yeah. I love Iris. I, th- I think Iris is, is a great character. I, I think, think Iris Candace... and Cisco are probably my favorite characters. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and I think Candace Patton's a great actress. And, and gorgeous. Here's the thing. I feel she deserves oh, better than Barry. I want to save her. I feel Candace Patton deserves better than The Flash. I want she to does. save her from a- her show. Amen. I really got, I realize a girl's got to make a living. I respect that, Candace. You know, yeah. And I but want to save Iris from Barry because Barry, so let's get back to Barry. She deserves a real man. I'm sorry, so but she does. let's get back to Barry. Let's get back to Barry. <laughs> because Barry is whiny little bitch. And whenever shit happens to him, it's kind of like, why me, whatever. And he's kind of used that as a club against Oliver Queen because Oliver's like, hey, people I love die, so I'm going to turn around <laughs> and, you know, get justice and murder people. Oliver was a little little darker. Um, and Barry's <laughs> like, hey, well, my mom died too, and I'm not killing people. I'm like, yeah, you're not killing people, but you are changing the fabric of time, which also resulted in people well, disappearing. And, and also, <laughs> Bartholomew, was your mother skewered with a sword while you and your sister were tied up and had to watch? I mean... Or did it happen in a blur, and when the blur was gone, your mom was... Dead or dead. And then he was, like, removed Bloodless. from it. Yeah. yeah. It was very... By, by the it's, a, it's a, an extremely different circumstance. Oh. Did your father shoot himself in right. the head? Right. Right in front of right you. Right in front of you. Oh, and then did <laughs> no. you spend five years in utter hell paying penance for all your multitude of sins? No, you didn't, asshole. No, you didn't. So... Well, and here's another thing. While we're bitching about that... Can I bitch a little bit about how Barry keeps throwing Oliver's past in his face <laughs> like he even knew Oliver when he was that way? He can't come at Oliver about the women he dated. He can't come oh. at Oliver about cheating on Laurel. He can't come at Oliver about any fucking bit of it doing, because he didn't... What's her name? Pregnant, Samantha. He didn't, he didn't know him then. He didn't know him then. Do you think... Do you think for a hot second that Barry's comic fans would stand for a second Felicity constantly judging Oliver on the stuff he did before he knew her? They would not. No. So why do we put up with it from Barry fucking Allen? And she's never judged him. Like, no. if, if, if there's one person who can judge Oliver, who I feel like has earned the right to judge. She's at least got a stake in the I game. would, like, put Felicity <laughs> first and then quite second Diggle. But even Diggle, as he's, like, reprimanding Oliver, he's like, hey, maybe don't kill people. And Oliver's like, yeah, I'm going to kill people. And Diggle's like, you know, make your own choices. <laughs> it's fine. 
still love you, bro. Um, so we get Judgy McJudgerton over there. Stick flash. No asexual Judgy McJudgerton. Smooth down there like a Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's it! He reminds me of a Kendall! Oh my god! That's it! <sighs> I feel so much better now that I can put a category where Barry Allen of he's sexuality is a, yeah. a Ken doll. Okay. So where I get, so I had a process with Barry. I was hanging in there till about season three. And then I was like, wow, fuck this you shit. You hung in there I know, longer I really than I did. did. I really gave it my Oof. all. Um, <laughs> but here's like the thing it. with Barry. Barry thinks because he's Barry, Bad things shouldn't happen to him. It's quite yeah. an egocentric. I lost way my mom of, when I was young, so right. therefore and you I'm can't a nice be mean person, to me. so that shouldn't <laughs> have happened. So he kind of has built this whole, oh hey, I have superpowers, so that means I can erase my mother's death. And one of the most beautiful scenes in season one, it was really great, and Grant did a beautiful job, and I was ugly crying, is when Barry realizes, you know what? No. I can't change time. I can't erase my mother's death. I have to let this go. It's and it's, gonna be and he actually watches yeah. her die in that moment. And it's very sad. And Barry is like, Grant Gustin is a professional ugly crier. And he's, it was the little and puppy. You're like, hey, and I was like, gross. I love you. And sacrifice. <laughs> he sacrificed. Okay. We're doing good. Okay. Take that building block and move it to season two. But that's not what the Flash Riders do. Okay. No. Barry starts walking around like, well, I let my mom die. So nothing bad can ever happen to me ever again. Like he's like, I've gone through my one suffering thing. And now life has to be sunshines and rainbows. And anyone who lives life knows that just because you went through something bad. And yes, maybe it was really horrible. Doesn't mean that nothing that you are now exempt from really horrible things happening to you ever again. Many people live lies where many horrible things happen to them so uh-huh. you know suck it up um <laughs> Grow so a pear, bear. then season i can't remember if this is two or three i really don't care if you feel the need to correct me have at it but just know deep down i don't care what season <laughs> this happened in. there comes a point where um Barry realizes that he still needs to come to terms with his mother's death. And there's a really great episode in which basically he meets the speed force. And for lack of a better description, what is the speed force? The speed force to me is God in the flash world. And Barry is the chosen son. So it has this really good, it, Basically, Speed Force, God, says to Barry, with great power comes great responsibility. And listen, kiddo, I gave you a lot of gifts here, but that doesn't mean that you can do whatever the hell you want with them. And it doesn't mean that you are exempt from pain. It was like, I mean, can you imagine if just Jesus showed up at your door, sat you down in a chair, and gave you all the reasons for why crappy things have happened to you? Mm-hmm. It would be a fairly, you would lose really any excuse to be well, like. and can you imagine that happening and then turning around and doing what the fuck you right. want so anyway? Right, so then we're like, <laughs> he he comes to terms with his mother's death. There's a beautiful scene with him and Iris at his mother's grave. And he's like, I think I'm good now and I can start letting this go. And you're like, yay, he's not walking around with a chip on his shoulder anymore. This is going to be great. Okay? I was super excited. And then they kill his dad, like literally the next week. Okay. Literally the next week they kill his father. 
And Barry decides. His first real test after right. so coming to this. Yeah. God just told him, you will lose people you love and bad things will happen to you. Just because I've given you speed does not mean that you get to change that stuff because you, Barry Allen, are the Flash, but you are not God. That's the talk Barry got. Not from, like, Cisco, not from Caitlin, not from Joe. He got it from God. (laughs) Literally the speed force. And what does he decide to do? But Fuck it all. reverse time, the second after his dad dies, reverse time and bring his, not just his dad, but both his parents back to life and live in this Flashpoint world where everything is hunky-dory. And, and his fans make excuses for him. It was the most selfish thing I have ever seen a superhero do. do. And, you know, guys, I like Batman. <laughs> he could be kind of a dick. So it's it was really something. And the entire time he's in Flashpoint, you're kind of like waiting for him to realize this was a colossal mistake. But you know what he's really worried about in Flashpoint? It's not about the consequences he's what, and what's happened he realizes that Iris isn't in love with him in this new version. And he goes about chasing after her and making sure that she falls in love with him again, even though he erased her life and changed everything she knows about it. And Cisco's and Caitlin's and basically everyone else in the world. Because he was sad that his dad died and, because his Barry, because he's Barry, he believes that he doesn't get to have bad, he, bad things shouldn't happen to him, and that this is ultimately Barry has a god complex, and every superhero has a god complex on a certain level. I mean, that's kind of what makes that's kind of what makes them superheroes. <laughs> but like Barry takes it a step over the line where he's like, "No, I really am God." And when you have God, the Flash, Speed Force say to you, "Dude, you ain't," and he still doesn't listen. This is not a character who is reasonable and is willing to grow as a person. Well, and it's not a character I can root for. No, it. I really pretty much started to hate him after that. I was like, yeah, I think I'm done with this guy. And I think I think I hate him. I think I think that's where it's heading. Like, I can't even say I'm apathetic about Barry. No, no, no. I hate his guts. Like I he, I want he, him. I to, want him. To, I yeah. want there to be pain. OK, which brings us to the end of season three. I was like, okay, here we go. Because the consequence of Flashpoint was that he was like, I don't really remember why he had to do it, but he had to go into the Speed Force, okay, and stay there. And he's engaged to Irish, and she's like, you'll leave me. And I'm like, whatever. But what I was really, 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 really excited about was like there were two other speedsters who had been caught inside the Speed Force. And when they were in the Speed Force, they were stuck in their worst memory, the most painful memory of their life, and they had to relive it over and over and over and over and over again until they are released from the Speed Force. So one would would expect that as Barry is entering the Speed Force and he's literally taking another speedster's place, that he will be reliving his worst memory over and over and over again. And at that time, I was like, sign me the fuck up. Because I was like, it's finally going to happen. He's going to get his Lee on you. He's going he's gonna to go to purgatory. Which is what his little selfish bitch ass needs at this point for <laughs> basically changing and creating a new timeline. Yeah. And then Speed Force comes in the form of his mother. 
and I don't remember what someone's some of them they're like they're like oh no Barry you're gonna be in this horrible place and she's just like Speed Force says no no because he's Barry it's gonna be like Nirvana just like, because how he's Barry punishment how is this a punishment it's Sorry if I'm screaming I because just, I'm like I don't. I'm reaching ultrasonic levels of pitch. Why? Why do people like this show? It wasn't. <laughs> I don't they know. had the chance to get oh. me back and to fix it and to make it matter that he was a colossal fuck up that destroyed lives. Cisco's brother doesn't exist anymore. Diggle and Lila lost their baby girl. And can I just say, children are not interchangeable. It's like, oh, oh we took away I your saw, girl and we no. gave you a son, so problem fixed. It's like, are I you saw, fucking kidding I saw, me? I saw a post from a West Allen fan who's all, why are Elicity fans so upset about the whole baby switching thing? It's not like the Diggles don't have a child now. It's just a boy instead of a girl. And it's like, oh. Oh, my God. I my want God, to, you I guys. want that person to walk up to a person who has lost a child and still, let's say you had two kids, lost a boy and a girl, and the the girl dies. And someone goes up to the mother and like, why are you sad about your daughter dying? You still have a son. Yeah. Not how it works. And yeah, bear, you know, Diggle and Lila <laughs> never met Sarah. They didn't have any memories of Sarah. But listen, speaking as a person who had a miscarriage and was devastated by that loss and remains devastated, you don't need to meet your child to know that you love them and that you want them in your life. Well, and hearing that, hey, I had a daughter and he had a daughter for what, two years? One, two years? Okay. And so when, when Diggle found this out, he's like, I had this child. We... Loved her, named her, fed her, clothed her, watched her grow, watched her do these milestones. And now it's changed. Yes, we love, you know, JJ, but this daughter that we also could have had, you know, it's like, why? And then why do you think you get to change shit? Right. Why do you? Just because you want to. Who makes you God? Right. Exactly. What makes you God, Beria? And I do appreciate a little bit that I don't feel the Diggle and Lila's relationship with Barry has ever really been the same. And I, yeah. I would say Lila, anytime she guest stars on there, she's there because she needs, she's there to do a job, but she's pretty much fuck you, Barry. You were racist. <laughs> she always makes a comment about it. Good. Which is good. It's good. pretty much the only time <laughs> the Diggles are pretty much the only people who Lila Diggle is the only person who holds Barry accountable. I think even Diggle has gone soft on Barry, but um, well, Diggle went off. Dig- we lost Diggle. Off we, lost, we, we lost. lost. <laughs> there was a lot of Diggle problems, but Barry was not even the biggest we lost one. Diggle. There was just lost Diggle. Um. So yeah, at that point, I was just really like, "This is horrible. I can't." I can't get here's what made me interested in the flash. I remember reading an article um, when they were talking about developing the pilot and they said, you know, everybody thinks Oliver's going to be dark and Barry's light. And they're like, that's not true. There's like, they're on. Right. Well, no, but what they said was (laughs) Oliver has darkness and that's what you see on the surface. But underneath is light. Mm-hmm. And then they say, Barry on the surface is light, but underneath there is a lot of darkness. And we're going to explore that, these these opposing heroes. And I was like, ooh, yes, we are going to explore 
Barry's darkness. But Barry, when he acts selfishly and he and he does things for his own gain, um, bears no consequences for it. Cisco was pissed about Flashpoint and firmly believed that Barry murdered his brother. Which mm-hmm. where's the lie? Basically. And I mean, he ices, Is he responsible? He, yes. Yeah, he's one hundred percent responsible. <laughs> and he ices Barry for like a while, we were going into the crossover that season, and Cisco was still pissed at Barry, which that is the longest anyone has ever been allowed. And didn't to be somebody pissed. lecture Cisco yeah. about why Iris he did? Forgive? Iris was like, oh. "You have to forgive him," and the reason was because he's Barry. I'm like, what does that yeah. even mean to you? What? So he's Pope John Paul now? Like, what does that mean? Oh, because he's Barry. I was like, yeah, I get that he's Barry. He's Barry, who's an asshole, selfish prick, who I mean, erased Cisco's brother. Like, what is that's? Are we all agreeing on what Barry is? No, to I, Iris, I, Barry is a saint, and just because he's a saint, you have to forgive him. I guess because the show keeps pushing that particular narrative, it's no surprise their fans push it back on us. Too. Right? Like, no, you know? he's not being like, a little innocent puppy dog with me. But and here's the thing: they can sit there and they can come into my mentions every single time. I I bitch about Barry. I get I get a swarm of them, and I just laugh because they're funny. No, it, but every single time they're they're always just like, "How dare you speak badly about Barry?" You know, and it's just like, you guys, you can sit there and worship this little human garbage receptacle, but I'm not gonna. And no Arrow fan worth their salt is going to either. You know, it's, you just got to get used to the fact that we hate Barry Allen. I mean, I appreciate that there's some probably Arrow fans that like The Flash. My husband is like my barometer for normality (laughs) in terms of these shows. (laughs) Because like he watches them, but he like, he's not crazy. And like me, um, And he loved The Flash growing up. Like, he was really excited when they, when there was going to be a Flash. I know. It's like the sweetest little, I know. My husband's so innocent. It's just, it's adorbs. And then then they broke his motherfucking heart. It was like year after year after year. And he would even, God love him and his naivete and innocence, but he would actually argue to me that Barry did not kill baby Sarah or Cisco's brother. Like he would try to defend Barry. And I was like, if we need our, we need our marriage to succeed. <laughs> and I need you to not say these things to me. Cause I think of getting papers. When you do. Cause who are Don't you right now? But yeah, we would like get into major debates of it because I'm like I everyone walks around Oliver Queen's a killer. Don't be like Oliver Queen. And I'm like little. Meanwhile, we got baby killer over there. Nick, and Nick would be like, "What are you talking? It's not the same thing." And I was like, "It is the same thing." He erased people from existence, which is basically what happens when you kill someone. So, what he said to me though, because I was I was I think I was writing an article. This is about ratings. I was talking about ratings and he was reading it. And I don't remember how it was. We started talking about the flash ratings and, and he was like, this was early on in like season one. And he was like, the flash is a massive comic book character. He, he was like, it, he's like, all they needed to do was show up to set and not suck completely for it to be a bigger success than arrow. Like it was a guarantee. 
essentially in his book because it was just it had such a much larger fan base it was kind of like saying it's like he's like he's like green arrow's like third string comic book and flash is very much first string so he's like sorry i was like oh interesting i didn't know that but where he was getting sad and they kept breaking his heart and this is again this goes to this whole no consequence thing it was the villains. <laughs> they would build these villains up. And I, I we've been there on Arrow. They've done this, too. Oh, Where yeah. we're like, hey, this is going to be an amazing like, twist. Yeah, bro, we're so do this. Cool. Right. And yeah. I was like, actually, I feel <laughs> like I liked Roz better than everybody else did. I feel I like. I mean, he was better than Damien Dark. Yeah. At least before I would, Damien you know was, what on was really Legends. In Legends, he was awesome. And it was like, well, why couldn't we have had that? Right. <laughs> exactly. Um. Legends is where characters go to get better. <laughs> I don't know what it is. God. It's like the Arrowverse. It is so fucking true. It's like the Arrowverse it's Medical so Center. True. Oh my god. It's like the Arrowverse Medical Center where there's like a psychology <laughs> department. Oh my and god. And like the Legends crew fixes like <laughs> like these completely corrupted and ruined oh characters god, that could be amazing and then makes them amazing. So You're like I don't know right. how you did it, Legends, but they're like Ray Palmer. I- Night and day. Love that Night man now. Oh, he's fantastic. <sighs> yeah, Damien Dark was awesome. Merlin oh was even God. better. <laughs> it was just like... Well, Everybody was everyone's awesome. Everyone's better on, the, on Legends. That's yeah. why I've always been arguing <laughs> they need to send Katie Cassidy oh, over know, to Legends. Right? They could handle They will it. fix it. And we would have Sarah and Laurel together and it would be amazing. Anyways. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Barry sucks. So... <laughs> It was just, okay, so with the villains. So the real, the real um, breaking point for him was then they were going to kill Iris. And I think that was season three. And Nick was, was like. That was the Savitar Yeah, guy, Nick right? was, okay, yeah. he was amped about Savitar. The Savitar reveal is going to be amazing. And they're going to kill Iris. And I don't think he was like full on, she's going to stay dead. But like he really believed like she's toast, which was sweet. And I tried to save him, guys. I tried because I love him. You're like, they're not. It's not happening. And I told him they're they're going to. And he was like, even (laughs) if he could admit that it wouldn't be Iris. He was like, it's going to be another major character. Because they keep saying it's going to be a major character. And he believed them. And I said to him, they're going to kill the 180th version of, um, oh crap. Harrison Wells. Harrison Wells. Because they need to right. ha- bring in a new one, right? Next because year. like there's like eight different <laughs> you have to, versions. You have of this to dude. clear a Harrison Wells every season, right. So you could bring in a new one, right? Yeah. And then they just kill him, and that's who they yeah. kill. And we're supposed to be like, oh, we're so sad. And he was like, no, no, no. no this time it's gonna be. He's like, he was even like Cisco, or it's gonna be Caitlin. I'm like, you are smoking weed. And then they kill the 180th <laughs> version of Harrison. <laughs> Wells, and he was just like, this fucking sucks. And then the Savitar re- is revealed to be, like, Bad Barry or something. I like still future don't, evil like, Barry. future evil Barry. <laughs> I still don't really understand. Like, and this was happening around the same time. I want to say, oh, because I got pissed at it because I was like, oh, so we're doing... <laughs> I was like, we're doing the Al-Sahim version of Barry on The Flash. Got it. Um, slot that in another <laughs> storyline they stole from the Flash. And it was just crap. And he was just heartbroken. And he's like, yeah, I got to be done. They just, it's too much. I can't. They're just going to disappoint me every time. So that's kind of where, so we, and I would just yell. 
I would just yell the entire time I was watching this, and I would angry tweet. And I was like, this has turned into a hate watch for me. <laughs> so if you, which is its own brand of entertainment. So I was like, so if you want to keep it up, fine, but no. So I would say that was the pinnacle of my hatred. And I would say, like, now when he's impacting things with Arrow, I have even less. I just have no patience for it. Like, for example, the entire reason why <laughs> Crisis is happening five years earlier and Oliver was stolen of those five years with his child is because Barry sucks. Honestly, Basically. it's not 100% Barry's fault. No, I, I had so many West Island fans. It was Nora, not Barry. I'm like, who made Nora? Right. It was, it like, was Barry. Okay, but who raised her? <laughs> what speedster is she looking to for an example? <laughs> it's it's, it's like DNA doing his it. legacy Barry's was fault. creating <laughs> another speedster who colossally fucks up the timeline because that's who Barry Allen is. So I can blame Barry fucking Allen for Oliver losing his family five years early. Right, it's absolutely it's fault. Any day. And I would and I will. say, like, this was the only <laughs> time. Like, I was genuinely excited. I love meeting future children. Like, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's That's a fun thing. Anytime a show does that, I'm like, I am here for it. Because I want to see what they look like and how their personalities are. And, like, it's. I just think it's cool. So I was watching the Nora scenes because I was like, first of all, I think the actress they cast was the perfect combination of Candace and Grant. I was like, yeah, that's their kid. They had sex and like fast forward (laughs) is just like like Catherine. You're like, yeah, absolutely. Did Emily and Steven have a baby? (laughs) I was like, when did that happen? (laughs) And then did she age 18 years? I don't know what's going on. Um, And I liked Nora. I thought she was adorable. She was very much a great combo of Iris and Barry. They did a great job with her. And I would say this is the only time where I feel like, um, but I got to say, I flipped my shit. And it was, it was honestly, because as we say, we want better for Iris West, right? Always. (sighs) Favorite scene in this show. Ready? Okay. So Barry finds out that Nora has been working with oh, yes, Reverse Flash, <laughs> okay? Because that's how she learned to, like, learn her powers, yeah, and that yeah. was her coach, and, like, the, she's the, the been working reverse, with the, the man who murdered flash, his mother. Okay, right. The same Reverse Flash that, that Barry didn't imprison or kill, kill like, like a I know, logical... He, but he didn't, he didn't even have to kill him, I just, just imprison him. goddamn prison. Like, what? <laughs> okay, we're going to get to that, too. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's just going to be a lot of screaming. Okay. So, like, it comes out or whatever. And Barry's like, you've been working with the reverse flash. How dare you? I don't even know who you are. And he, like, scoops her up and speeds her back to, like, 2045 or whatever to the future. And he's like, this is where you're going to stay. And we're done. And it was, like, no relationship. And he does this without talking to the mother of this child, (laughs) Iris West. So he just zips her back. And Iris is like, you know, why did you do that? And he's like, she betrayed us, Iris. And then Barry's even more horrified because he's like, you don't care. And Iris is like, you are a colossal fuck up of epic proportions. And I married your fucking ass and had a baby with you. No, I don't care that she's working with the reverse flash, you dumbass. Go get my kid. She's our daughter. Hello. Hello. And it was 
amazing because for the first time in the show, someone called out Barry on all of his selfish crap that he's done and how he's a hypocritical asshole. And it it was so good because it was his wife doing it. I was like, it was Candace. She deserved Patton to have that just moment. chewed that scenery up. I was like, I could watch this on repeat the rest of my life. This is this is the loop the Flash exists in forever. It was the most satisfying scene <laughs> as a Barry Allen hater. Um, and I actually thought she's going to stay mad at him. See, this is what they do to you, Callie. Mm-hmm, they rope you mm-hmm. back in and they get you hoping. And then, uh, they then, never then they rope just, me back just, in. I, know. Uh- <laughs> I was like, we're going to be mad at Barry for a couple episodes. No, no. Iris decides to forgive Barry because why? He's Barry. He's Barry. I don't even know what that means. Him. I don't even know what that means anymore. So the only thing that I really feel that, you know, other than Barry trying to stop his mom from dying and and stopping his dad from dying and fucking up everybody else's life. You know, to me, it's not a sacrifice if Barry, like, re, you know, changes that. To me, it's like Barry finally realizes how selfish it is, but he doesn't ever really take responsibility for it. It's like, okay, yeah, he tries to fix things and reverse time again, but he never really is like... I don't know. I, I never really felt like I got a full-fledged apology. And maybe I'm forgetting the scene where he apologizes to Cisco and to the Diggles. I don't remember. I don't care. Anyways, Nora's disappeared from the timeline. Somehow her going back or her doing something erases her from the timeline. And I Listen, and I, I said that earlier this week. I was all... This is what happens when you fuck around with time. Right. You have to disappear your ass. But I feel I don't like feel the sorry. loss of a child is a fairly brutal consequence. Oh, yeah. It's brutal. They deserve it. Sorry. <laughs> don't feel overly. I feel bad for Iris, but it's like, yeah, yeah Iris, Barry, this is your comeuppance. Barry, you and it's been it. a long time coming. But listen, Iris, if, if you had gotten yourself clear of this human wrecking ball, then this wouldn't have happened to you. I if you just married settled Cisco. down. Just marry Cisco. He's got superpowers Just anybody. Too. Just anybody, anybody but him. Anybody. <sighs> Harrison Wells, version number 557. I don't better care. better choice. <laughs> Love yourself, oh Iris. God. Love yourself. My God. So I think that that <laughs> is kind of the ultimate, like maybe, maybe we could get, and like you would think that maybe, maybe this would have an impact on Barry where he's like, no, I, I need to be a selfless hero and sacrifice for myself and sacrifice things because that's what's required. So, which catches us up to the season premiere of Arrow. So what's happening in all the shows now? Crisis, right? So I guess the monitor or the anti-monitor, I don't really care which <laughs> version of the monitor it is, shows up in the, the dot room. the anti-monitor is supposed to be all big and yeah, scary. whatever. Okay, so it shows up uh. in their dot room where the fucking newspaper <laughs> oh, yeah, the article we've had to stare room. at for how many God bless it series. I'm just so sick of this newspaper article. Don't forget about the newspaper. Oh, remember the newspaper? <laughs> he disappears. Good! I don't want to see him anymore. Get him off my television. Um... And the monitor's like, you must come with me. He gives literally the same exact speech to Barry that he gave to Oliver. And what does Oliver do? He's like, yeah, okay. And he sacrifices everything to save the world, even though the only thing he wants to do is stay in his love nest with his wife and his new baby girl. 
I mean, if anybody has a reason to say nonsense. Fuck you, Monitor. Not oh, me. just, I was, it's almost like, <laughs> it's I was kind of like, she'd be like, well, I had my fingers crossed when I made that promise, so. <laughs> Too like, bad. Honestly, he has more reason than anybody else on any show. Because Oliver say, has had you know. to earn his happiness the hard way. If the Flash ever had any kind of, con- somebody posted a really super great picture of, because we did a Barry in prison. Uh, stint almost oh, immediately yes. after the Oliver in prison stint. Maybe that actually came. No, it came before. Did it come before? Okay, so they had yeah. a picture of Barry and Iris talking. No, smiling. Smiling. It's like they're getting a cup of coffee. And then you have Oliver and Felicity. They're beaten to shit. They look like hell. They're sobbing. They're crying. It's like they're right there. And those are the two shows. And they're both prison storylines. Here's the thing. Arrow could do well with another superhero show that matched it more in tone, with a hero more similar in tone. Yeah. To to, to Oliver, and the same for Flash. It would it would work better. But they keep trying to shoehorn these two shows together, like they have something in fucking common besides being a DC Comics show, and they don't. They really don't. And they keep trying, and it it. It damages Arrow more than anything else, more yeah. than it ever damages Flash. I agree. And it's just like we're supposed to sit here as fans of Arrow and just be like, oh, okay, it's fine. No, it's not no, fucking it's not fine. fine. <laughs> so what does this selfish little Kendall bastard do? He tells the monitor, I'm not going to leave my family. If only it were so that easy. the answer is <laughs> fuck the universe. I don't care if it's ending. I'm staying but with my family. But he's not selfish. But he's not selfish, not selfish. but your no. family is in the universe, Dipwad, so you need to go save it, otherwise your family dies, Like, which was the conclusion that Oliver came to rapidly. So not only is he a selfish dickwad, he's stupid, too. <sighs> I'm not leaving my family. And can I just... He doesn't have a newborn infant sitting in a crib 20 feet away, either. Like, I get, yeah, I get Iris as his family, and I get the team as his family, and I'm not saying that just because they don't have a kid, Iris is not family, and that doesn't matter. But, it, you know, it's like... But it doesn't matter. <sighs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. so bothersome. It really doesn't. And at its core, Barry's sacrifices and Oliver's sacrifices have almost nothing in common. And to compare the two as if they're similar is insulting to what Oliver's had to sacrifice. Right. So if you want to ask me, well, if you hate him so much, if, if, why why do you even care? I, I do care because I have to care. I'm well, invested in Barry in- because his actions keep in- impacting yeah. characters I'm truly invested in and care about. So, yeah, it's like ricochet investment the only in reason Barry. I care, yeah, the only reason I care is because it keeps fucking up all right. of his life. I would love to not care about <laughs> Barry. Could he exit his way off my show? That would be fantastic. But it's like, it's kind of like it. It's I care about him even more than I care about Laurel because Laurel does not impact this amount of damage. Okay. Do you want? Do you want to hear something? And I said this. I forget to who it might have been Shelby. Um. I hate Barry Allen more than I ever have hated Laurel Lance. Oh, 100%. Oh, my and gosh, 100%. I, it's, it's not even a question no. for me. Because, Team like Laurel. you said, she's, she hasn't done anything negative to impact What has Felicity she done to anything? happen? What has she done to actually really hurt Oliver? Nothing. Nothing. It was Nothing. always the other way around. Right. That was actually my main problem 
their romance was she he was he was a shit to I her. was sympathetic towards Laurel <laughs> and every time he was on screen with her I would remind me wow he's such a dick and I was became very difficult to root for Oliver which is kind of the point of the show so but Laurel was a victim of Oliver's selfishness clearly and I I can't really think of anything that she did. Like Laurel could be selfish sometimes, but it was never she, directed she never at Oliver. Really, like, yeah, I don't feel it was like. Well, and anything she did never affected Elicity's relationship or anything. She didn't get in the way of that, right? You know, she. It was always like a B storyline. It's like you know she was annoying, but right. You know. Well, and, you know, honestly. Man alive, if she had a storyline that actually impacted the A storyline, I might have given a crap about her. <laughs> like, that's all I wanted was for her character to have some kind of God-blessed impact. But the writers were like, no, that can't happen. So I was like, well, I'm not going to invest in this character anymore. And she's just going to be like, it's like she's set decoration after a while. I mean, I enjoyed the Black Siren character in season seven because it felt like she was actually like in the loop and and part of the storyline and having impact. And it was a positive impact for Oliver and Felicity. Okay. Sign me up. I'm cool with that. Now. Yes. Yeah, some may argue that was to the detriment of Diggle, but whatever. So I just, yeah, I Barry. Yeah, no, I, 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 I hate Barry. Like if you're going to so talk enemy of Felicity relationship and ruining their happiness, I mean, who's, he's who's, up there. who's at fault for why Oliver and Felicity broke up in season four? Yeah, and you know, I feel like when I watched the episode, this is something I've come around to, because when I watched the episode, I was still very much in my, I love Barry, I have hope for him thing. And it was, those were, those were, those were dark days. The salad days. Yes. <laughs> and I think it took over, that crossover was kind of when everyone found out about Flashpoint, I think, and... Am I right? Was that the crossover or was the flat? No, that was the next year because they had the alien thing. I can't remember. I remember that Cisco was pissed at Barry during a crossover and Oliver was like, hey, Cisco, don't be mad at him again because he's Barry. He's a great guy. And I was like, oh, my God, they have Oliver saying this shit now, too. And they, I think that was the same. I want to say it was the same. All the crossovers kind of blend together. Whatever. Someone will come up with an answer. <laughs> Anyways. Which crossover are we talking about? I'm talking about the one where Oliver and Felicity broke up. I feel like that was the same one where we were dealing with the consequences of Flashpoint. No. It wasn't. Okay, I'm ahead of year. Okay. That was, yeah. That then I'm was really, the I was really entrenched in my I Love Barry because it was pre-Flashpoint. Because the thing is, is Barry told Oliver, you told her that you had a son and so she broke up with you leading Oliver to believe that's why Felicity broke up with him but when in actuality Barry didn't even like he like came in on the tail end of it he didn't know that the whole reason that she wanted to break up was that he hadn't told her right, about that, she, his that he lied son mm -hmm. yeah and it's just like because I don't think Barry's Oliver fault. when I rewatched it because I was like no this is just Oliver I was one hundred percent putting in blame on Oliver and I remember you would talk about it I'm like I don't really think it's Barry's fault but then when I after I got the cobwebs and I saw Barry clearly <laughs> I 
And I rewatched that scene. Don't tell her you have a son because she breaks up. Right. I was like, whoa, that was that was bad. And why are you even, why are you involved in this? And I think Oliver was on the fence about what he was going to tell Samantha uh, once again. And they had Barry be the emissary of, here's what happened before, dude. And Oliver's like, okay, well, I don't want to bring up with me, so, and I want to see my son, so this seems like a good idea. I'll just do the opposite. Like, no, no, no. So it doesn't absolve Oliver of his stupidity and doing the wrong thing, but Barry very much aided in the worst Elicity storyline that occurred on this show. So... There is, there is just so, so much. And then we just get into the Flash writers. Like, I have contempt for them. Oh, so much contempt. So much contempt for them. Because <laughs> they walk around like, it's like, their attitude about Barry is clearly reflected in the show. And they have some kind of beef with Arrow because they are shading Oliver Queen every two seconds. In fact, one of the things I'm actually really looking forward to on Crisis is it, it's going to finally be time for the Flash writers to eat their crow and actually have to be saying nice things about Oliver Queen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Steven's final I, year. If, if, if they don't, if they don't, I'm going to throw things. Oh, my God. Because be, that's some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be. There will be rage. Um, and, you know, I think one of the things that I was really angry with them about was after the Elicity movie, that great crossover, West Allen got married, Elicity got married, and that was a clearly strategic thing coming from um, Berlanti. He's instructed the two shows that your two couples will get married at the same time, a double wedding. That was yeah, not... Yeah, they told us so far in advance, this is going to happen. This is what we Berlanti wants. It wasn't like the, fra- the Flash like writers cooked surprise. it up and the Arrow... No, no, no. They were instructed by the big boss to do this. And to me, I was like, well, you know, I understand why Berlanti did it because... If one of them gets married and it's not during a crossover episode where other characters come to see the wedding and are a part of the wedding and there's all this hoopla, it's going to feel, and and the other couple does have all that, you are clearly stating one couple is more important than the other. Mm-hmm. And Berlanti can maybe recognize Elicity is more popular, but he also loves The Flash. The Flash is his baby and West Allen. So he doesn't want either couple to be slighted. And it doesn't make any sense. It's like, okay, you can't have all of these casts guest star on an episode, like essentially do a second crossover for weddings. You know what I mean? Right. It's like right. you've got them all under contract. If you're going to have a wedding and you want all these characters to be at the wedding, you do it during the crossover. They're not going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, no, we're going to have West Allen get married in, you know, March. <laughs> and then, you know, all the legends and Arrow and Supergirl, they'll all come over and then we're going to have Elicity get married in April and we're going to do it all again. Like that's that's insane. <laughs> yep. So from a logistical standpoint, I totally got it. I totally understood it. And I was like, yeah, and I was on board with it because I was like, you know, fine. I'm cool if I can get on board with what they're trying to accomplish and they were trying to keep it fair. I was never like one of these, no, we have to crush West Allen into the ground to be superior because I don't, I feel it's very clear that Elicity is, uh, you know, 
yeah, I've got a biased point of view, but I, you know, they are the, the, yeah, the, I don't really feel like there's sorry. any title competition here. You know what I mean? Right, it's like very, right. to me, it felt a little bit more like we're bestowing our graces. <laughs> right. And letting you get and married letting you get a piece us. of this. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it was very clearly set up. Oh, Barry and Iris getting married. It was almost, it's like, yeah, that's the reason everyone was coming. That was the big promotion. But it was kind of like this it foregone afterthought <laughs> conclusion. And the the whole focus was, but are Oliver and Felicity going to get married? Right. Like you don't build all the drama around right. the couple like that isn't couple, the big draw. Well, and also like a couple that is already like established. They never fight. They never have any problems. They never take any breaks or anything like that. And they're getting married. They're a sure thing. But what's going to drum up the most excitement? It's the couple that you're not sure if they're going to do it or not. Well, it's anchor couple versus will they, won't they? An anchor couple right. is almost never as big a focus, more popular than the will they, won't they couple. That's why they do the anchor couple. So it's like, okay, we're going to give you guys this to keep you satiated and satisfied. And as we jerk you around on the couple that you really want together, it's kind of like, we're going to give you half a cup of sugar when you need a cup. So I think one of the best examples of this is uh, friends with Monica and Chandler. Like right. they were jerking us around so much, so much with Ross and Rachel. It was kind of like they were the will, they won't they? Right. It was yeah. like okay, we have to give them something. We have to give them a set of friend of the friends who get together. Which is why now some of you are gonna get mad at me for saying this. Which is why Ross and Rachel was the ship I preferred on Friends over Monica and Chandler. Now listen, I understand nowadays Ross is extremely problematic. I didn't watch it that way at the time because right, problematic wasn't a thing that really existed. You just took it at face value. But now looking back, yeah, he's Well, there kind are of a, problematic a, a, a points. There are seasons where Ross is whiny and But at the time, that's what we were told is that this couple is will they won't they and you want to root for them to be get, be together. There wasn't really any of that uh, well, tension with Monica and Chandler. Right, it's not really, really hard to- I think to capture how big Ross and Rachel were back then. It was huge. This was it ma- was like the this big was thing. before streaming, like VCR time, guys. Like they and where everybody <laughs> sat down on Thursday night and you watched you watch Friends and you watched ER. That those were where is everybody in the in America? They're at their house watching Friends and ER. These were massive, massive shows and Shows nowadays, just it's a different uh, uh, dynamic and it's a different how we watch TV has totally changed. Well, I don't, you can't get the viewership numbers that these shows had and I, everybody was just. And, you know, I understand that Ross was problematic, but I don't feel like the show ignored the fact that he was problematic. I poked fun at him <laughs> Rachel didn't get back together with him for a very long time because he was wildly problematic. So, you right. know, I think there was a lot of growing at a certain point and by the time they did get back together I was like you know he's a good guy but yeah it wasn't there wasn't any tension with Monica and and, and Chandler we could kind of they were our safe harbor where we could just enjoy oh, yeah. their you just enjoy so the, it really felt like that's Barry and, and Iris but give me a break everybody was the whole focus was Oliver and Felicity and the big surprise was Oliver and Felicity get married at the end of the episode mm-hmm. so what I always respected was that Mark Guggenheim um didn't want to cheat 
Arrow fans, because yeah, he's got a boss, and this is how you're gonna do the wedding, and okay, but so they gave us they gave us a reception that was essentially (sighs) everything that you want a TV wedding to be. Gave it to us for the first 15, 20 minutes of the show, and checked off all the wedding boxes. It was great. It was fantastic. I mean, it was literally a to-do list of things that are gonna make the Elisti fandom happy. Right, and you know, you can argue. (laughs) I mean, again, we kept things very fair. Both Barry and Ira, uh, both West Allen and Elicity had big weddings planned with the big white dress, and they were ruined. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then they get married, they elope, and Arrow gives a celebratory um, reception for the characters who weren't at the wedding. The Flash could have done that. They did. They could have. They didn't do it, and that's I not know. Arrow's fault. That's not no. Felicity fandom's fault. You can't fault. get mad at us. We didn't take your we wedding. We didn't take reception. your wedding. It was them. <sighs> they could have had a reception. Give Candace another dress to put on. That's what they did with Emily. It was great. Um, you can never have too many wedding dresses is my personal point of view. Stop being bitter little assholes. Right, and what did they choose to do? They choose to have Iris bitch about Felicity and Oliver interrupt their wedding because... listen, like I said before, I love, I've I've always enjoyed Iris, but that is when I went, oh, hmm, no. Well, she asked permission and you said, okay, if it was really going to be a problem, say no. I know. And she did that thing that I hate that people do. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's true. It's, it's fine. fine. And, then and then passively, aggressively be pissed off about it. Like, and, no, and bitch about you behind your back. back. And it came after, this was the first couple episodes of a crossover where Iris and Felicity actually got to spend time together and really felt like there was a genuine friendship. Right. See, that's the shit that they do on The Flash. And to me, it's so counterintuitive because if you're trying to build a universe, you want Arrow, fran- Arrow fans to watch The Flash. You want Arrow fans to watch the legends. But if you're going to diss my favorite show every time I turn it on, why would I watch you? I don't understand the the delight they take in bagging on Arrow they and Oliver really all the do. time. And it's so bizarre. And I can but never it understand it. it comes off as insecure. It really does come off as insecure. It does. It's like they know they're second best. And so they're upset about it. Right. And jealous. Right. And that's that's exactly how it comes off. And it's gross. As me as an Arrow fan, that's not a great way to make me want to watch that show. It's a great way to make me hate fucking Barry Allen. <laughs> and so here we are. <laughs> I hate Barry Allen. <laughs> Did that cover all of our We Hate Barry? Because I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something else that we said we were going to come back to when we were screaming about it, but I can't remember. Mm. I might have been the wedding. There's so much stuff mm. that this guy does that it's terrible. It 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 just... Every little bit of it. I was even upset to hear in this last crossover that they let Barry as as Green Arrow shoot Oliver's Flash in the back to kind of get him. Oh, back I hated that. I was like, you know, I'm like, hmm. no, no, no. Oliver earned that. Right. This year's last seven. crossover to me felt like a horrible redo of the first crossover. There was no was... new ground retread here. You know, the first crossover was about Oliver and Barry realizing that they're different kind of heroes, but that each has something to offer. Yeah. <laughs> Which is essentially what the season seven crossover was, except they yeah. switch bodies and then they just yeah. rag on how awful <laughs> Oliver is. It's like, okay. Yeah. Wow. Whatever. <laughs> 
Like, who wants to see that? I don't want to see I mean, that. I enjoyed the comedic part of it. Like, if they, it, they it was pretty funny. Grant and Steven did a really good job. It was pretty funny. But it it was just ruined for me with all the Oliver begging. And I know why they're doing it. I know they're setting everybody up to eat crow because Oliver's going to be the savior and the redeemer and right, all of that. Right. And I get that. You it don't need to sucks. tell me because I told you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, we're the ones. <laughs> we're the ones who told you that. So. This is gonna but happen. it doesn't erase how awful that crossover was and how. And what is real, I mean, Barry is consistently awful, but that they drag poor Kara into it, who's consistently kind of fantastic. I just was like, I don't, I don't get this. I don't get it. And I think yeah, that there, there is just a general disconnect for me because I enjoy watching heroes suffer and earn their heroism. Mm-hmm. Um, I have issues with, I was never that big of a Superman fan just because it was like, oh, he's perfect out of the gate. Yeah. Like, okay, well. Here's the thing. I don't like generally as a rule when it comes to superheroes. Now, I'm not a big superhero comic book fan to begin with. I am. But like when I do watch those things, I'm like, okay, this is what I like. And right. I like the the heroes that have no superpowers. I prefer mm-hmm. Batman to Superman. Mm-hmm. I prefer Iron Man to Captain America. Like Same. I like the guys who are doing it. They're could be just like an any average guy off the street, but they got that little extra special it's just, it's, piece in their hearts that sheer, makes them want to do this. It's sheer will. Mm-hmm. They're and that, I like, find that more attractive yeah, than hey, I just handed you a magic serum hey, like, or you get hit by lightning. I just got made into a super person and now I can do all this great shit mm-hmm. that I didn't earn at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, you're boring. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't like those stories as much at all. And so I was I think I was predisposed to prefer Oliver to Barry anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. But I just the direction that they took Barry in. Oh, they just went so much worse than we could. Well, ever yeah, imagine. it was just like, OK, well, we're going to explore the darkness. And if Oliver has to pay consequences for his darkness, why doesn't Barry? And nobody can yeah. give me a good answer for that. No. I have yet because to meet a Flash Barry. fan who can explain to me. Number one, where they adequately convinced me that Barry has um, suffered for his sins yeah well there's that i just don't well I, i'm willing to get maybe give you nora but it's kind yeah. of like okay we but are literally six seasons in or something they come in they come into your mentions and they say oh but barry has suffered he lost his parents he lost his daughter he's suffered a lot and it's like but you compare that you put them down on paper column by column with oliver and what oliver has suffered and he comes up way short. Well, like exa- a great example is when you look at the West Allen relationship, it's kind of like, you know, Oliver lies to Felicity one time and they're broken up for a year and a half. Right. And Barry erases Iris's life. <laughs> daughter. And daughter. And they are back together in two seconds. Like, it's just, it's just, it's strange to me. It don't make no sense. And I really never <laughs> see too many problems on The Flash extend more than a few episodes. And that's just yeah. the show it is. And that's not for me. If it's for somebody else, no, that's fine. No, it's not my show. Yeah. Bully to you if that's your bag. Yeah. And here's the thing. I've noticed it's kind of a little bit of a trend in kind of TV culture, fandom culture nowadays is that we don't want 
to have any of the angst. Like there's yeah. all these people that are like scared to death that you something that. angsty is going to happen. And I'm like, guys, that's that's TV. <gasps> okay, can I tell you? So when the Arrow writers were like, hey, what's your favorite scene? And everyone's like, with they're like all the happy scenes. And then I show up and I'm like, I liked when they were breaking up. And he said, I don't, don't ask me to say I don't love you. I'm like, well, put that bad boy right there. <laughs> I'm like, I, those are typically the scenes. Like, I know, like, 7 They're emotional. 22 like, 7 was 22, devastating, yeah. but I liked the scene but where gorgeous. crying. <laughs> It's gorgeous scene. It's beautiful. They act their asses off. I love the scene in underneath in the sewer. Yeah. I like drama more than I tend to like oh happiness, but I like it more of an even balance. I like drama knowing like that it's going to eventually yeah. lead to happiness. Exactly. And the, here's my... the thing. It's just, what was it? Oh, shoot. There was something that was posted and, oh God, I wish I could remember what it was. Um. But it was just everybody's reactions to it were just like so completely different from what yeah. reactions are. And I'm just like, wow. I think it's a generational thing. You know, it's like that TV Elmo thing. Like, which Sesame Street character do you get? Do you oh, get? Elmo it's like Elmo for sure. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm hearing people 20 years younger than me scream in horror that I said that, but Big Bird's my ride or die. Deal it's with gotta it. be Listen, Elmo. I'm sorry. I, don't I remember the 90s and Elmo was suddenly a big thing and Tickle Me Elmo. And I was old enough at that point to go, Ugh, that's disgusting. There was no Elmo when I was watching Sesame Street. I don't think there was either. There when wasn't. did Elmo premiere? Mr. Noodle and all that was not a thing for me. I had Big Bird and Snuffleupagus. Uh, Cookie Monster and, and, and Oscar the Grouch. You know, those, those are the people I had. Season 11. I don't know what year that was. <laughs> 1980. I don't really remember. Maybe Elmo was part I was, of it. I mean, I I'm I'm out I'm 81, so Street but by, I really by. don't remember a lot of Elmo. Okay, there we go. Kevin Clash essentially created Elmo from, and he was 1985 to 2012. So technically, Elmo should be part of my generation, I guess. But I'm so so Big Bird, Big Bird out of Yeah, way. it it. He wasn't on when I was watching. I, well, I yeah, was but done around you, 1980, 1982. Yeah. So it's just, it, yeah. it wasn't part sense. of my thing. Right. And like I say, I was old enough when Elmo got big. Yes. Like, oh, I would say annoying. he was not big. <laughs> uh, when, but I don't he know. He was annoying as hell. I do not know like, what oh it my is. God. When I was, when Lauren was two, Mm-mm. every two-year-old that I knew loved him. Like, it was all she ever wanted to watch. She was Elmo for Halloween. She was like, Elmo oh helped her potty train. Poor Elmo Jen. was the god <laughs> she worshipped. It was just an unbelievable... Do- Something about his voice captivates oh. two-year-olds. I don't know... Something what- about his voice makes me want to come I know, I mean, but I it's like little two-year-olds. It's just like, that's the age. That's the Elmo age from two to three. It's like hardcore... Yeah, you know, I can't do it, him. man. She just loved I him. can't I do like, it. You don't like Big Bird? I tried to like push the Big Bird angle, like, cause he's like, he's got a best friend. He's big and yellow and fluffy. No, it didn't go anywhere. She likes the little red man. Ugh. Ugh. There's no taste amongst these youngsters. I, I was like watching a Friends episode. Oh, who was I watching? Somebody was on some kind of a. It was like a talk show, and they were talking about how they had to dial in a rotary phone. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. I remember that. I remember calling in the radio station on a rotary phone. Now that was stress. 
Mm, you're like gotta, trying to win tickets yeah. for something and you're like neat, neat. like my sister was an expert <laughs> at like taping radio to get songs oh yeah she was i did that all that. the time like, she'd hit the play yeah. button like exactly master of it but like you'd have to sit and listen to the radio for hours waiting for oh yeah song. and then like wait for your song is it coming is it coming and there it is that's what we did back then what are you guys doing a yeah. saturday we listened to radio stations for three hours you listened to the top 40 countdown right, because your, your song was going to be so on it yeah pay for yep. it cds were ridiculously expensive or tapes no to cds, CDs. Look what at i you. was talking about <laughs> walkman's <laughs> I didn't get it a was Walkman. all about the cassette tape. There was no Walkman. There was no. I think I maybe had like a CD. Player. I got my first Walkman, like my ca- first cassette tape. It was it wasn't a Sony. It was an Iowa, mm. which was considered very woo. That is, but it was like 1990 or something like that. Flash and and oh my god, I thought I was the hottest shit. I my swear. parents were not technology oriented. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck about any of that shit. So it was very later in life when I I remember being about fifteen when I finally was. I I was start, I was close to fifteen yeah, when I got my CDs cassette. And but I did have a uh, like a radio with a, a a cassette player in it, so I could record the songs. And that yeah. that I got around when I was ten. Honestly, I still I think there's a very large part of me that would be still watch taping things. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got a DVD player because I met Nick, and then I married him, and he would not allow VHS tapes into our home. Listen, <laughs> when we were packing up our house, I had a whole cabinet full of VHSs that haven't been touched I I, since we moved into it 15 I years ago. I think I managed before. to unload a chunk of them on some poor, unsuspecting person <laughs> 10 years ago in a garage sale because uh, it was still, like, okay to have them. But I didn't want to rebuy but all of them because like, I spent oh, money on it. I'm like, I'm not going to buy mm-hmm. these all again. And But Nick was like, there will be no yeah. VCRs in this home. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a VCR, and I don't even That's know how. That's blasphemy. But here's, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't even use DVDs anymore. Neither do I. <laughs> like that now. Because that's going to be, be our generation, <laughs> my child's generation VHS too. It's going to be DVDs. Honestly, though, I had, that was another cabinet with full of DVDs <laughs> that we I never used. I did go used. out and revive them and then they <laughs> got phased out. I'm like, fuck you, world. <laughs> but um, no, my, my, my dear friend Shelby, she's still very much a DVD oh, girl. Oh, that's adorable, Shelby. And, and, and then I'm just like, girlfriend, you got to get some, gotta get some digital files. Digital. But <laughs> it's it's all about where it's at. No, I, who's got the time to get up and put a DVD no, in a player? that's so much work. No. So no. much work. Did you see me <laughs> tweeting angry at Amazon we yesterday? Because I'm that. fucking fed up no. with their fast forward. They can't, God bless it, find an appropriate Steve or a speed. I was like... <laughs> Just go on Netflix and see how it's done. Just copy it from Netflix. Is there like proprietary fast forward and rewind on these freaking streaming oh, sites? Because Jen, <gasps> that is the height of a first. World I know. Movie. I know. <laughs> I am complaining about how quickly or how slow my TV show skip. Listen, my life is comfortable. I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> Shockingly enough, they did not respond to my tweet. Normally, when I no. angry tweet companies, I get a response. But that, that one, they're, one they're like, like okay, you know Jen. what, bitch? <laughs> Sort <down>. it out. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. People are starving Amazon. in the sedan, Jen. <laughs> you know what, though? I would highly recommend going to YouTube TV if you can, because there is nothing more satisfying than Xfinity trying to get you to come back. And just, it's like, 
damn the man. It's unbelievable, drunk with power. Upend the whole balance of that relationship because they are a monopoly on this country. And I, I want to encourage everyone to go to other forums other than Exf- or Cam- Comcast or Xfinity, one of the two. I don't I the same. I don't know. See, so. I get married. So I don't do any of this shit. Um, I don't have Xfinity. I don't have Comcast. I know you are like I, all, but you were the one that like started just, us on that path. I just started. Um, I just started with Spectrum Charter Spectrum for internet. We would not sign up for TV. They're like, "Are you sure you don't want TV?" And we're like, "Yes," <laughs> we, because we do all our TV mm-hmm. internet. So. Okay, so back to Flash. So the other okay. frustration Flash. that I have with Flash, yes. and I would say it's a similar problem, but they really, I love Iris West, and they just don't ever give her a storyline. Either they don't give her a storyline. Her storyline is she's in love with Barry. Um, I had a real, I know everybody was like super excited when Iris got to be um, team leader. Why isn't she a reporter? Well, There's that was my original problem like okay we're gonna make we're gonna make iris they dropped the whole reporter thing which never made any sense to me because it's like barry fights crime that was a big deal in the comics it's a huge deal in the comics and it's a very easy tie-in to team flash she's a reporter like you can have iris discovering criminals you can have iris all embroiled in all that stuff and be part of Team Flash as the reporter very easily. It was kind of like the beginning of Arrow where you have Laurel, the attorney, and Oliver fighting crime. You're like, this should work. This would be an easy way for Laurel to be part of Team Arrow, but not part of Team Arrow. And it's like Arrow never wanted to do the the like the courtroom stuff with her. Let's just be frank. They never want to do anything with Laurel. <laughs> Anyways, so... They drop the reporter thing, and then they start doing this uh, after Barry's in the Speed Force drinking um, margaritas. He, she's the new team leader of <laughs> of Team Flash. And listen, I love me some Iris West, but that decision made no sense because why? She, why her and not Cisco? Right, and she brings been like, there from like the start. The team members have to bring a skill set to the team. Okay, like Caitlin's the doctor. She does all the medical. Cisco's the inventor. And I can't. Wells is like the. He's the wise old sage. But, you know, Wells's role in after they killed Harrison, the first Harrison Wells decreased quite a bit on Team Flash. It was really it was really a very much an OTA situation with Cisco, Barry and um, Caitlin. So they bring Iris in. It's like, OK, she's like taking on the like the Barry role got it helping the superheroes or whatever i was like okay but then the barry comes back in like five seconds okay so now barry's back and they had a scene where barry's trying to figure out what to do and caitlin and cisco give him very well-reasoned advice it's based on science and math (laughs) and technical things and all good things and iris just says barry no do this and Barry's like, why? And, and Iris' answer is, because I believe in you. <laughs> or something. <sighs> it was just like, and oh, Iris' plan works! It's like, or we could have gone with the plan that made sense. Which is, and like that's kind of the basis. It's just like, she just intuits what to do because she's all knowledgeable. And she is, she is, she is the, she is the, she's the voice to Barry's heart. And she's the belief. And it's like, 
you know, Diggle has a very specific role to play on t Team Arrow. Felicity has a very specific role to play on Team Arrow. It's like, it's like, can you see Felicity on the comms with Oliver saying, because, you know, I'm your lightning rod, you know, sh <laughs> I love that they had Oliver shade. Right. That. That it was, was like, perfect. can you, it's like, no, no. So I was like, I really want to get behind this. Like, Yay, Iris has a great, you know, she's a team leader. But I was like, it just, I, once again, it didn't really feel like an earned thing to me in terms of, it's like, we're just trying to give Iris something to do. And I was like, you have something for her to do. You just won't do it, <laughs> which I don't get. And the fact that they underutilize her character so much is a major frustration. And I respect that people feel there's the same problem on um, Arrow with Felicity. And to some extent, you're 100% correct. Um, it's just that I really like Oliver. <laughs> so I tolerate that better than I do on The Flash where I hate Barry and I love Iris. <laughs> so that's just kind of where I shake out on it. But the hard part is, like, I had to stop writing reviews primarily why I stopped writing reviews is because it was just like the the fandom just kind of felt just it was like really intense I was like meh I'm out I can't really do super intense everyone's laughing at me right now because it's like well it's like well you do the arrow arrow fandom is not intense I love no. you guys but we're not you guys don't know no. I know everyone We've tries to bring so their easy. intense a game no mm -mm. We're, we're, we have it so Puppies easy. And rainbows. Every now and then we bat at the wawas or the lollipops. Yeah, it's so easy, guys. But that's it's 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 like shooting fish in a barrel. Like it's... intense is Vampire Diaries, <laughs> Delana versus Delana. I was formed in the fires of war. <laughs> I've never really been. Oh in an gosh, fandom situation, but I know they exist, like, and I've tried to avoid to them your like life. I will hunt play. down your children no. because. You're I don't Selena. want any part of that nonsense. Right. It was like, Goodbye. I was like, I was crazy for even being involved in it. And I was getting that sense on the whole flash side of it. I was like, I don't need to be in this again. <laughs> I did this once before and it was crazy. So I have a very high bar of tolerance for fandom because of the Vampire Diaries. But like the fact that the flash fandom reaches that level so rapidly, that's all I need to know. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I have a very low. You have an extremely tolerance. low tolerance. She's very. You're yeah. a sponge. You're an emotional sponge. You just soak up. I'm feelings. an emotional sponge, but also like the more, the more frenetic my real life becomes, the less patience I have. Yes, it's your escape pod nonsense. And yeah, when it's I want to come here it, for fun you stuff. Get I'm like, highly mm, irritable about it. No, I don't like it. It's like I I came here for a good time and y'all are just. So yeah, I mean, it was hard for me. I don't like to write because <laughs> then I was like, why didn't Jim? Maybe nobody cares why Jen no. was stopped writing flash reviews because I was writing them for Telltale TV and I love Telltale TV, but I don't like writing reviews about shows I hate. So I want to tell you something before I forget. Yep. Casey, I love just him. tweeted. <laughs> A picture of Oliver drinking, and it says one dial a son trying to kill Elicity's baby, the other dial a son's in love with Elicity's baby. And I was like, this is Oliver's literal worst nightmare. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, which is worse? Oh, my God. But it's so perfect. It's so perfect. Okay, can I? All right, let's talk about Arrow. we got to finish up with some Arrow stuff. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. some good stuff. Okay. There's been some good stuff. So yeah. the Arrow premiere, uh, <laughs> the TV outlets got to screen it. Uh, Felania says it's from Tube TV, I think it is. She said it's like 
I saw two of them say that it was an extremely amazing episode, and one of them said it's in the top five of her favorite era episodes. Let's not go nuts. So guys. I was like, I'm like trying to keep my levels of expectation. Here's Settle what down. happens. It's like if There's I no listen felicity, to these, it's not yeah, that I know. Great. If we listen to these people, then I get too excited and I don't like the episode as much as they do. Yeah, if I tune yeah. them out, then no, I no, don't okay. listen to them. But what I wanted, what I got excited about, was one of them asked about the actor playing J.J. Diggle and like what is he like mm-hmm. and basically she's like super hot psychopath and I'm like well, yes I am here for it sounds good send me I up. love it I'll take two and then because <laughs> uh so David Ramsey the arrow is filming episode 10 the final episode right now David Ramsey are is going out with a bang our king of spoilers so he filmed a video I think it was a little while ago and he was like hey guys filming the 10th episode I'm gonna tell you there's lots of stuff going on here that you guys are gonna be really excited about and I trust David oh yeah almost more than I I, I yeah I any trust spoiler David source more than unless it's else. Mark yeah. directly giving me a spoiler is like well, that's, that's different but like yeah. from like a <laughs> I don't have their email address I just see this on the internet I believe them uh, level. It's, it's, it's always David. David. David yeah. does, so if David's telling me I'm going to be excited, I highly believe I'll be excited. So that makes me excited. And then uh, he was fantastic and he tweeted a picture of him, Stephen, Catherine McNamara all together. So Oliver Woo! and, and Mia meet up and it's father-daughter reunion time, which basically is on a bucket list. But they're also filming the crossover right now. So it could have been. Was it the crossover? I thought they were filming the final episode. They could be doing them both. Oh, Sometimes yeah. I don't know. You're so right. Because like, the film schedule yeah. has to be insane. Because the picture also had Constantine. In oh, right. And everyone was like, why is Constantine in the episode with... I was like, Because well, he's, he's not. It's, it's a crossover, crossover episode. Okay. <laughs> smart. See, Kelly's smart. That's why we have her here. So, yeah. I was really excited. I was really excited. It makes me happy. And then the Arrow Twitter account has been the most fun. Oh, they're... The Arrow Writers Twitter yeah. Twitter account. Sorry, is Arrow the Writers. Best, There's just best writers Twitter, Twitter account, account out there. there. They've yeah. been tweeting. Mm-hmm. They've been asking for. They want us to take person Arrow personality quizzes on Buzzfeed. They've been posting uh, script snippets. Yeah, script snippets. They want to know favorite scenes. They've just really been engaging a lot with us and just really super fun ways and yeah. responding to fans and if if we lose them when the show's gone if we don't like have them in the cross or in the spinoff yeah. then somebody asked like, them like sad. how long you guys gonna stick around and they're like we're gonna stay here for as long as possible like, i love you guys like that is actually one of the things that I whoever is read. running that account i know like hire them on a spinoff account they're amazing <laughs> can i talk about Catherine mcnamara because i have a question and maybe I just don't understand this new generation because she is one of the best uh, purveyors of social media. Oh, man. She's so good. I'm just – and I kind of had an inkling about it on Shadowhunters because I was, like, in Shadowhunters, but I wasn't in Shadowhunters. But that girl works her social media like nobody I've ever seen. And something I've noticed, which is amazing. I love it. Don't change. She has pictures of herself – that are like professionally done mm-hmm. almost two or three, four a week. It's like, how does she, she's always getting these professional photographs done and she's gorgeous, but I like want to know how does she know this many photographers? Probably because she's a model and she's gorgeous, Jennifer, you're answering your own question, but it's just, it's a fascination for me because she always has these pictures on the ready. 
I'm like, how, where do you find the time to go to all these shoots? You're like filming a TV show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you see that she landed a part in the Stand miniseries, limited series, whatever no. it is? That she's going to be in that. Like, there's all these big names going to be in that. And it's that amazing. kid I'm is like, going places. She's working she's hard. really something. Another thing I wanted to point out, the Arrow Arrow account posted today kind of like, you know, they've been posting all these little retrospective things, and they posted the clip from 220 you know, Oliver with the whole baby mama situation and flashbacks. Mm. And Stephen is all, the script said, you know, he was supposed to react to finding out that Samantha lost mm-hmm. the baby with with flippancy. And, oh, you know, just, oh, dodged a bullet there. That's good news, you know. And he's like, I decided to play it different. And I'm like, oh, God, thank God for Stephen. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it. Can you imagine if they'd actually let it play that way? I mean, I mean, that would have been just, horrifying. You know, <laughs> like as you're reading some of these scripts, you, I mean, it to me, it's you're like, do you know the characters oh, yeah, you're writing for? Like, <laughs> like, well, and again, it's different writers writing all these episodes and like yeah. keeping a fluidity and a continuity in these characters. Clearly, is mean, something Arrow has struggled with over the years. I feel like the writers should be subject to regular quizzes right. and tests like, do you, to be like, do you know this character? If not, you cannot write for them. You write for another character that you do know. And to me, it's, there, I, to me, I think there's always been there's been an argument among fandom that Elicity is only amazing because of Steve and Emily, and I don't agree with that. No, I, no, I very don't agree much either. feel it's no. a cohesive uh, partnership between the writers and the actors, but I, you've got to give the actors credit where credit is due. Oh, yeah. Because Steven did a spectacular job in that scene. Just the wistful and just, he's oh, so heartbroken. Because you immediately got the sense that he's like, I know I should be happy right. and relieved and i am but a little really bit but i'm also a little a sad yeah he was and kind of excited maybe i'd like to do that someday yeah, well again you know, you he, really got that sense the minute you find great. out you're you know the minute he found out he was having a baby there was a very big part of him that loved that child and when you when that is taken from you um you're disappointed it's, it's, and it's, a little heartbroken very devastating yeah. um so I think that, like, it's like, he was like, yeah, I didn't play it flip. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. If he had played that flip, because it's really hard in, in earlier se- in the early seasons of, like, finding anything redeemably likable about Ollie. Oh, I yeah. I was like, why does everybody like you? Why are you, like, you're such a skis bucket, you know? Like, what is the, <laughs> what is the attraction here? It can't be just the looks, you know? So that part, I was like, that went, that scene went a long way of being like, oh, there's a little, there's an underlying current here yeah. of the and hero. And I love that Steven said, you know, you get the sense that there's a good guy under there. Well, and I always loved that Steven, because like, I think you. his wife was <laughs> pregnant at the time. So he always says that's where his brain went to, to create no. that. Actually. It wasn't. No, she wasn't pregnant. Mavi, Mavi was born. Oh, maybe she's right about born. the time. No, it was right. She was born right about the time that um, seven or two oh six was airing. Two oh six, two oh seven. Okay, so that was like, just okay. So then. he no, just had a baby. So maybe that was kind of where. Yeah. I know he that, like used Mavi as like a emotional. Oh yeah. Conduit. 
which of course and you could tell you could tell you could really tell that he was just basing it off of like life, i remember so. having a because to me it's interesting because like i don't understand that crying on cue like i don't get that That's and i hard. remember remember in season four when diggle found out his brother was alive and he was sitting at the bar with laurel and like just broke down and it was just this like they very rarely give David these emotional scenes and he was just like holy shit and I remember I saw him at a con and I asked him like how did you get there and he was like Bam came up to me and said think about your son think about something happening to your son and he was like okay and like he's like and that's what happened that's me thinking about my son I don't even know if he said think about something happening to your son just think about how much you love your son that was it think about how much you love your son and it was just floodgates so I just that was so I love that and then the other (laughs) thing that I was and you know we've seen the 103 script several times and every time I read it I think it's the scene that doesn't play on screen anywhere near the way it's written like, the words are all the same. The words are there. But the way Stephen and Emily played it feels very different. Because they have Felicity being, like, the smitten kitten and just falling over herself and just, oh, my gosh, googly eyes over Oliver. And she really didn't play it like that. She really didn't play like, it like I that. Really and believe- he played a lot more smitten than the Right, exactly. Like, I really feel like Felicity <laughs> fell in love with Oliver the first time she met him. And I feel like Emily thread that in there. But she threads so but much more in there. It wasn't just schoolgirl right. crush. It was more serious. It was than serious. That. More, it was she's seen through him, you know, and right. breaking through. It was through a deeper the connection than just like, right. ooh, hot so body. Right, which is where <laughs> that's how it's written in the script. What a hottie. It's like, no, because they really had no concept of what they were going to do with this character. And then Emily came in and it was just. Fireworks. So to me, it's always fun to read the script because it's so different from, and Steve is, and Oliver is much more the smitten kitten over her. But it's fun to me seeing also, because Emily, one thing that Emily does that I think is really fascinating and she's so talented at is finding different speech pattern and rhythm. Yeah. And how she comes up with that is so creative it's just like the way which I'm going to stop in three, two, one. The way she does it on screen, like I would have never thought or heard it that way in my head. The way she said it, right? And 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 it's one of those things that it really drives home that nobody else could have really played Felicity no. besides Emily. No. Like it's re- it's, it's a yeah. very singular role right. and a very yeah it's. That's the special stuff, though. That's why we fell in love with this show and this ship and these characters is because, you know, Stephen was Oliver. Emily was Felicity. And it it and David was Diggle and the OTA and the Elicity and everything. Things grew off of that and separate from that. Yes. But that was just like this meaty core. Right. That really just held the show up. And I have no idea what they're going to do in season eight without, you know, one third of that core. It's just, it's unthinkable to me. Well, and I know something I tweeted yesterday because the haters are always talking about her. I've oh, never God. seen a group they, of anti. They talk about her more than we do. I've never seen a group of antis <laughs> who proclaim that they hate a character and she does not matter. That's always in the same breath. Oh, she doesn't matter. She doesn't matter, but I'm going to talk, talk about, about her, her all the time. I'm like, you don't know what those words mean. 
<laughs> like I hate Barry, but I can recognize that he matters because he keeps impacting my fucking show. So I keep talking about him because he impacts my show. Well, I guess they would argue that they talk about Felicity because she oh, I guess that's our true. Show. But here's the thing. <laughs> I if don't... you don't care about her, even if she impacts the yeah. show, why would you talk about her? You can't you can't say you don't care about her. Obviously you, you care, care about her. Bit. Right. Like I'm not <laughs> I am not apathetic about Barry. I care quite a bit about Barry. Right. I am invested I in ass. Barry getting his comeuppance. <laughs> like I want that. So like I would just more respect it if they were just like you know what? I hate this character and I want her to get what's hers. Like this almost feels more honest. It's like they try to clothe it in this, oh, this whatever, this doesn't matter kind of you know she's what? not you know relevant to the me? show. Like, what are you talking about? Of course she's relevant to the show. There was, um, (laughs) it's, it's, it's all so ridiculous. Like they talk about her to the level that they're just, they're like fans because they, they bring her up and then they're like, why does everybody always talk about her? I'm like, cause you're talking about her. Why don't you you, jump in our missions and you start stuff? Well, like the media makes a post about her. And you're all over them in their comments and their she mentions. She doesn't matter. And, Why are you writing about her? Because But like she's that's the why least, they're writing yeah. about right, her because you're talking about her. Talking about her. It's like thing <laughs> that goes hand in hand. You're making her relevant. Like someone asked Mark right a really just logical question, which was, "Hey, how are you guys going to handle and explain oh, Felicity's yeah. absence in the crossover?" Since she's, Since she's you, you know, know key to the main right. character, right? And he's and like, "Don't worry." Always been he's in all like, the we got a really excellent excuse, like a really good reason. Which is a reasonable question and a reasonable, reasonable answer. It was, just like, it was like just a totally... And they lost their Oh my God, minds. they lost their minds. And I somebody was like, what a stupid <sighs> question. There are so many heroes to enjoy in this crisis crossover. Why the, why the hell do you care about Felicity? She doesn't... Why is we asking about Felicity? It doesn't matter. And of course, we got our... We got our our ace in the hole arrow fan green arrow tv liking tweets like that but then he loves to proclaim that he's not anti-felicity smoke okay sure well and he sits there and says we should be kinder but you're you're liking tweets that that are attacking her all the time fandom well he likes tweets that attack our fandom right you sit there and you say we should be nice to to each other but that doesn't include us first craig so that's where i'm at it's just it's there's so, so much fucking hypocrisy right so I was like, okay whatever so i just was kind of like apparently we now have to at, run our questions through them for approval like cool you don't care about her but it's a perfectly reasonable question for someone who does care about her to wonder how about. are you going to explain the female well, lead's and- absence in the arrowverse crisis crossover and they don't get to police what we ask about. No, I hate that shit. Like, and I here's the thing. Flip. Every previous crossover, they have been, where's Laurel? Is right. Laurel going to be in it? I want to see Laurel. Why are you and have about we? Her? No. Yeah, no. We're like, well, she's go part ahead. of the show. Good so luck. it's a natural conclusion that people are going to ask about her. Like, I don't flip out about Laurel every time they write an article about her. Unless they say something that's just wildly. Not true. Well, speaking of which. untrue. Did you see there is this one post and i didn't go look at the post and nobody wanted to link it and give it any traffic but it was basically a a, a seven things we learned we noticed or learned while re-watching season one and one of the things was laurel's oliver's uh 
love of Oliver's life. Laurel is the love of Oliver's life. And it talked about how Laurel and Oliver have undeniable chemistry. And the thing that got me, no, the thing that got me, because I retweeted the screenshots of it, and I was like, the thing that got me was when they said that if Oliver had been with Laurel, then we wouldn't have had the melodrama in season four. And I was like, okay, excuse me, what? You don't think they would have done baby mama drama with Laurel, considering Samantha was Laurel's fair friend. That's why we didn't like the storyline, because it was the last holdover from Laurel and Oliver's plan A love story. Right. That's why it didn't so work like, with what? Oliver and Felicity, because it totally worked for Oliver and Laurel. He who cheated on her constantly, they finally get together, they're going to get married, and oh, by the way, no, he just didn't sleep with Sarah. He slept with one of your friends, and he got her pregnant and lied to you about it. That's a perfect yeah. Laurel and Oliver breakup story. That makes sense. Lying to Felicity about the, it makes no sense. But them sitting there, them sitting there and asks, acting like the only reason that the writers wrote these melodramatic storylines oh is because Emily crap. was was acting opposite Stephen. It's like they're the same fucking writers. They would See, have written like, the same fucking shit for Laurel. Here's what I hate. Like I hate when you get on these websites and they present it like this is completely neutral reporting <laughs> yeah. on these websites. No. It's like honey, this is a neutral honey, like no. I, listen, if I'm gonna write something on Telltale or Jen's website, just about right, I am clearly full on editorial. This is editorial. <laughs> I don't pretend like this is I'm taking a fair and balanced view of the Arrowverse storylines. It's like clearly I'm coming at it from a standpoint of an Alyssa fan, a Felicity Smoke fan. And it's just like the I get so turned off by those ones where they they loved and the Laurel Lance fandom loves to do this shit. They have people who write like they think, and you know this is the Green Arrow TV that they act like they are neutral. Oh yeah, like, no, We're you neutral. like what you like just like we do. So stop presenting well, it like you're get... reporting the truth. And then, you know, and it's then like, they lose their shit when Leanne Aguilera says, Elicity right. is epic. Oliver and Laurel right. never had any chemistry. Right. They lose, lose their, their shit goddamn because minds. Because that's not the truth. You're not being neutral. Right. You can't handle and it's the like... truth. <laughs> My God. Do you want to guys... You're goddamn right, I did. Sorry, having a little... <laughs> You guys, are, they are the they are the world's biggest hypocrites. Fucking it's hypocrites. just unbelievable. Well, I'm glad I missed those tweets because they probably would have sent me into a rage because I can't stand those articles that they sound. It's an editorial oh, it, and they make it sound like it was absolutely. We're, we're representing hard news facts here at www. Whatever. www.welovelaurellands.com. Yeah, it was. Like, no, no. It was um. It's just you know oh, what we did. We God, did the thing where we guys... didn't keep track of our time. Oh, what time is it? Forty-five. Okay, we should probably have to set that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, maybe my my new internet will. Oh, that's will be right, because you have a new house. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, guys. We're I'm sure we'll be back at some point because Callie's life hopefully is returning to normal, and <laughs> hopefully mine will. Stay normal. We'll find out next week. Fingers mm-hmm. fucking crossed on that. Also, if you're wondering why I'm not tweeting a lot on uh, Arrow Premiere Day or b- blogging a ton, it's because I stupidly scheduled an all days doctor's appointment on the same day. But she needs but I really need to go. Appointment, yeah, it's much so, more important. So it's fine. Yes, so much more important. Alrighty, guys, we will touch base soon. We will be back. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.